Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bass Fishing Hub, Best Bass Fishing Tips podcast. My name is Justin Riley, the owner of Bass Fishing Hub, and I'm glad you guys are listening today. And, and we're going to talk about one of my absolutely favorite things to do, and that's to fish for smallmouth bass. And today we're going to talk about specifically how to find them and the best baits to use. So I want you to understand that, you know, even though smallmouth bass, you know, they feed similar to a largemouth bass, you know, some of the lures that you're going to use are just very different, okay? And you want to really switch your objective from species to species. See, largemouth bass are located like in the, the grass, the milfoil, the trees and timber and all that stuff. And smallmouth typically, you know, most of the time, especially northern smallmouth, are located like near sandy, rocky areas, right? Because smallmouth love to chase down things with their sight, their sight feeders. So they like bright sun, some breeze where they can see and herd the bait, okay? Flats are especially important for this. Flats with, with rocks or, or drop-offs even better. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm just going to kind of give you kind of the lowdown of season by season, you know, the top smallmouth baits that, that I've found that have used and worked many, many times. And this is, you know, not just Lake Erie, not just Lake Champlain, but but also down into Tennessee, into Georgia, um, and even, you know, anywhere in the country that they're smallmouth bass, these lures really work. And I want to stress the fact that oftentimes bait choice is not like the most um, important thing to really look at when you're looking at, you know, smallmouth. Now, seasonal habits, those different baits to use during different times, but I will say that when you find smallmouth bass, oftentimes that's the key. Then you just simply use, you know, a seasonal bait and you'll you'll catch them. So, you know, they're very, very aggressive. They're sight feeders. So let's start with like, you know, water temperatures, 40, you know, even 35 degrees to like 45 degrees. There is no better bait than a blade bait. Okay. And they become really, really popular in the last couple of years. There's many brands, you know, there's, there's Silver Buddy, there's, you know, Molex makes one now. There, there's just tons of different brands out there to choose from. So when I'm fishing a blade bait, right, <clears throat> typically I'm in, you know, anywhere from about eight to 30 feet of water, okay? Um, and this time when the water temperature is kind of cool like this, the fish are grouped up. So I'm looking for number one shad or some type of forage, and then I'm looking for some type of holding area that's gonna hold these fish, right? So <clears throat> I typically cast for smallmouth. I don't vertical jig them a lot with, with a, um, with a blade bait, because what I'm trying to find is like an offshore hump or something or a saddle that the fish are kind of spread out on, you know? So I'll throw the bait out there, let it go all the way to the bottom. Now, I, I pull the bait up just a little bit, like six to 12 inches and let it sit. Let it sit on the bottom. You know how sometimes when like you fish a Senko and like you go down to reach a Coca-Cola or something and you pick it up and you're like, all of a sudden there's a fish on your line. Well, they do the same thing with blade baits. And a lot of people don't realize that fish will actually, they'll actually eat the blade bait off of the mud and the bottom and the sand. So, you know, I, I, I really suggest that you try to, you know, really have pauses in between your blade baits. Your, your fishing to catch ratio will go way up. Um, and I really use this any time of the year I find fish schooling, but particularly in, you know, the colder temperatures of the year. So late winter, um winter um shoot people even catch them through the ice on blade baits so really a great way to uh to find and locate fish and, and really catch large fish as well so my second favorite bait 
for just about any time of the year is like a small, small, soft plastic bait. Now, this could be a dream shot, it could be a shaky head, it could be a tube bait, Ned rig, stick bait, they all kind of fall into the same thing, you know, the same category of baits, right? It's something small, you put it down in front of their face and they eat it. I would say nine times out of 10, the two colors that I use the most are green pumpkin and black. For some reason, those two colors for me produce better than any other lures that are out there. And if you just take, you know, I'll throw out one of my secrets here is just a Zoom Fish Doctor, right? In a four inch green pumpkin little centipede, right? You can fish it on a, on a drop shot. You can fish it on a shaky head. You can fish it as a Ned rig, um, or you can fish it weightless or a split shot rig. I'm telling you, no matter where I go in the country, if I'm looking for smallmouth, I'm putting a green pumpkin little lure on zoom swamp crawler or zoom fish doctor i'm throwing it out there and i'm catching smallmouth. i don't care if i'm in 30 foot or one foot you know i could be skipping under docks i could do anything with it and they're going to work all year long okay and the next bait that i really really like to use um are finesse jigs right like the little jewel jigs or you know the little smaller profile jigs right smallmouth don't have the giant mouth like a large mouth does so you know when i'm fishing these finesse jigs um, anywhere from, you know, the Alabama River all the way up into Lake Erie, Champlain, anything like that. If I'm fishing around some type of cover, you know, take Lake Ignita, for example. You know, the smallmouth kind of live right on the edge and in the milfoil. It's kind of a unique fishery. Lake Champlain, the same way. I need to fish something that's weedless, right? So these little finesse jigs, you know, with um, a zoom critter crawl on the back of it. Um, a rage crawl is absolutely my favorite. So a chomper's. 3 sixteenths through 7 sixteenths ounce black and blue or green pumpkin and orange with a with a rage crawl on the back of it is absolutely one of the most effective ways to catch the biggest fish in the school okay um when i'm when i'm fishing a jig i'm not always fishing it really slow sometimes i'm swimming it through the cover sometimes i'm stroking the jig up and down really hard off the bottom i'm just snapping it right and then i'm watching my line as it falls on slack lines so um a jig is a, is a fantastic way to target smallmouth when they're in more weedy or timber or, or more structure oriented, like when largemouth and smallmouth live together. So if you've got a body of water that like you cast out to a point and there's a brush pile and sometimes you catch a largemouth and sometimes you catch a smallmouth, you know, really a jig is, is the good way to, to catch the bigger fish that are in that school, not hang up and just really effective. Targeted fishing is when I'm fishing with jigs. Now, when I'm looking to search and cover water, uh, a jerk bait is you know one of my favorite lures to throw. You know, and I like to put the wind behind me. I get on a big flat with an edge or um, a bank, a riprap bank. You know, bridge crossings, things like that. All those are really, really effective to find smallmouth on. So, um, a suspending jerk bait. Sometimes they want it really, really fast. Sometimes they want it sweeped. Sometimes they just want to you know they want it paused. You know, they just want to look at it. Typically, the clearer the water, the faster I'll move it. And the dirtier the water, the slower I'll move it. Now, Mega Bass Vision 110, bar none, the best jerkbait that's out there. Um, purple back with chartreuse belly, um, absolutely my number one jerkbait. Um, the other jerkbait that works really, really well and has been a really big fish catcher for me has been the oversized jerkbait. So Lake Champlain, Erie. You know, you get on those big, huge bodies of water where like, you know, you've got giant schools of four or six pound smallmouth. I want to throw a big gaudy bait out there. So 
Um, Mega Bass makes a 120. Lucky Stri Lucky Craft also makes a 120 size jerk bait, which is actually like a, a a rockfish or striper bait, right? It's like really, really big, like number two hooks on it. And um, that big flash and that big gaudiness really attracts, you know, smallmouth. So a lot of different jerk baits to choose. You know, typically I'm using jerk baits to cover water. Okay. Another time that jerk baits work really well is right after the spawn and soft jerk baits. So <clears throat> when a smallmouth bass spawns, you know, they they actually hang around the flats longer than what people actually, the females, then actually realize. Okay. People think, okay, they go up on the flats, they spawn, they leave just like a large mouth and they go and they transition. That's not the case with smallmouth. I find that actually more large females kind of suspend and swim around the same areas where they just spawned. They may be a little bit looser on cover, um, but I can tell you that they they still group up not far from where they spawned at. So it just may be the first little drop or, you know, outside, you know, on the Great Lakes, you know, a lot of smallmouth go into the harbors and marinas to actually spawn around those rocks. The first feature that's outside those those little jetties and inlets that go into there, my gosh, it's it's unbelievable the the sheer numbers of large fish you can catch and the great thing about it is that, that you know fishing like a fluke or something or a double fluke rig even um when you find those postponed smallmouth they're going to be big all right and um i had a, a top three finish in uh, one of the northern opens in the bassmaster opens fishing that exact pattern you know outsides of these inlets um out of um that was up there in, in ohio um, so, you know, always look for those gathering spots. And then the last thing that I want to cover today is, is really topwater lures. So if you're ever fishing in September in the Northeast and probably October, November, a little bit further south, you know, into Tennessee, topwater lures are <laughs> sometimes they're, they're unbeatable and not necessarily for numbers of fish, but for really, really big smallmouth. So um, I love a walking bait a bait that I've really started to experiment with this year and last year has been, you know, the Whopper Plapper style baits. Now, ideal conditions, flat, calm, sunny. Okay. You, you may think that that's con contradictive. You know, you always, you know, think that overcast days and a little breeze and chops better. No, by far, you know, flat, slick, calm conditions, September in the Northeast um, with, with clear water and um, a walking bait like a topwater spook or, you know, any of those types of baits, a Sammy, um, just work extremely well. So to kind of wrap up here, I, you can tell, I absolutely love to catch smallmouth bass. And, you know, number one, to kind of recap what we went through, the number one thing is to look for them. You know, once you find smallmouth and if, if you know, you have to fish hard for them, you're probably in the wrong spot, you know, because they're so aggressive that when you get to the right spot, it really doesn't matter which lure, which color, a whole lot. It's just being in front of the fish. So take that into account when you're out there looking for smallmouth bass. Um, subscribe to this channel. We're going to be putting a podcast out every once in a while. Um, you can you can find all of the lures we talked about today on BassFishingHub.com. Okay, we also have a help section and a great blog with fishing tips, crappy tips, all sorts of things. So share this around. You know, feel free to subscribe. Um, and I thank you.